At Gates, we are passionate about the Word of God. We hope the message you are about to listen to empowers you today. If I title my message tonight, it's just truth. I posted this verse of scripture on Instagram today after our elections. You have to allow the word and the truth of the word to build and strengthen your life no matter what happens, no matter what goes on, no matter what you like or you don't like. You have to allow the word to strengthen you at all times. Proverbs 16, 32 and 3 in the message says, Moderation is better than muscle. Self-control better than political power. Make your motions, cast your votes. How many cast their vote? But God and his word have the final say. (laughs) When it's all said and done, it's what he says is so. And that's why we have to know the truth. I was raised in a family with no truth. Zero, maybe a negative zero, maybe a negative 20. We had no truth at all. I can remember going to a, at five years old, going to a Sunday school class. And I remember we folded our hands and we recited the hundredth psalm. And we did something about people walking in and doing something with their fingers. I can't remember what it was. Some child's thing, you know, that they do in Sunday school, probably good. And a lot of children have remembered that through the years. I don't, or I didn't. But I know the hundredth psalm today. But that was my extent in church life or anything around church or anything that had to do with the word. So there was no truth in my upbringing. Never talked about. I'm talking about the word is truth. And we're going to read scriptures to back this up. And I was just thinking, I had another message I was going to minister tonight for a couple of weeks, but God just changed it. He wanted me to say this. He wanted me to talk about truth. And um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk tonight about three topics, issues in our society that are talked about a lot, and there is a lot of debate, and there's a lot of arguing, and there's a lot of bickering and fighting and division and strife that happens as a result of these three issues or topics. Um, There's a ton more topics and issues, but I'm just going to take these three tonight. And um, no matter if these topics, these three topics touch my family, especially my extended family, the family I was grown up in, these three topics touch my whole family. In one way or another, the, in, in what I'm going to talk about tonight. So, give me to the end of the message before you like or don't like what I'm saying. Okay, 
because I'm first going to talk about each issue, just what the truth says. See, with the problem, you know, these issues and topics I'm going to talk about today, they appear to be bigger than God is because there's no truth. And I'm talking about on one side or the other of thinking. You can be a Christian and not have any truth. You can be born again, but there's no truth of God's Word working in your life, and I'm going to show you that tonight. Just I'm going to read a lot of scriptures, so just I'm going to read more scripture than I am going to talk. I mean, give my opinion. Because what really matters is that we have truth so that we can be a blessing to people. At the end of the day, as I read, as I bring these topics up, I'm not going to tell you what they are. I'm going to actually read scripture and then tell you this topic has to do with this. Because I want you to listen to scripture first before I give you the topic. But in these topics or any other topic or issue that there is out there, if it touches your life, if it's affected your life in any way, Jesus already forgave you and he already delivered you before you did anything. Now that is absolute truth. That's what we teach around here all the time. And before we can ever talk about things like this, that's what people need to know up front. No matter what you've done, I've done, anybody's done, we were forgiven before the foundation of the world. And before the foundation of the world, the plan of redemption was already set in motion to liberate us and deliver us. Can you say amen? So, what are we talking about tonight? What? Truth. Okay. John eight thirty one. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you'll know the truth. Where does the truth come from? The Word. Is that what it said? He said, if you abide in my Word, you're my disciples indeed, and you'll know the truth. From where? From the Word. Right? So the truth is the Word of God. And I'll give you another verse on that in just a moment. You shall know the truth... And the truth, one translation says, and the truth you know will make you free. So, what will make you free? You trying to get free? The truth that comes from what? You abiding in the Word of God. The truth you know will make you free. So, Topic and issue number one. I'm reading out of Psalms 139. For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. And that my soul knows very well. Now this is David talking about 
before. And yet, his soul knows very well that this is the absolute truth. What are we talking about tonight? Truth. You know the truth, and the truth will make you free, and then you don't live your life taking up other people's causes, taking up a cause and actually being against people in your cause. No, we're taking up the cause of Christ, which is what? Truth. David says, my soul knows very well my frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth, meaning from the dust of the earth that God made man and woman in the beginning. Made our souls. Made our our bodies. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they are all written, the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. Before the creation. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. He made me. He made you. He made every person that's ever been created, he formed them in their mother's womb. He wonderfully and perfectly made every human being. God did. What are we talking about as our first issue? The truth about abortion. You remember what I said in the beginning. That issue has touched my extended family deeply. We knew nothing. We had no truth. My mother, my sisters, my aunt, and on and on and on, they knew nothing. They had no truth. They knew absolutely nothing. And what they did in life and what they walked out in their life where abortions were concerned was something that if God skillfully and beautifully and in a holy way created every human being, then God believes in life. And he believes in life in the mother's womb. That's when he made and formed David in his mother's womb. That's when he made and formed you in your mother's womb. Proverbs 6 and verse 16. Remember, you're going to wait till the end of my message to pass judgment. Verse 16. Here are six things God hates. And one that he loathes with a passion. That one that he loathes with a passion is a troublemaker in the family. But that's not what we're talking about. 
eyes that are arrogant, a tongue that lies, and hands that murder the innocent. A child in the womb whose life is taken, that God was God molded and made in the womb, is the murder of innocent of an innocent individual. What are we talking about tonight? Truth, right? If your life and anybody else's life that you know has ever come up against this, made that choice or decision, they're forgiven before they did it. This isn't about passing judgment on people. This is about living in the truth to help people overcome in life the things that they face. No matter, I, mean, I mean, the day I got saved, I had a boatload of baggage and junk in my life that I drug into, drug it into my marriage, drug it along with me because I was renewing my mind like anybody else. Because I had no truth from the past. No truth. But he said, the truth will make me free. The truth will liberate me. Deliver me, the truth will. This isn't about passing judgment on somebody that's had an abortion. This is about understanding truth from God's eyes so that we can change the future. Not shoving it down people's throats, but you knowing the truth enables you to be led by the Spirit in how to bring and minister life to other people. Some of the most effective people on the planet that minister to people in these type of situations are women that have had abortions. Anointed. I know them. I have family members in that situation that are anointed in their ministry to other women. This should not be an issue in the United States of America that does not have an answer. Because the truth will set you free. John 17, and I'm just going to start with verse 13. Most, many of you know this passage. It's right at the end. I've given them your word, and the world has hated them because they're not of the world. He's talking about his disciples, those that were with him at, the, at, at that moment, at that time. Just as I'm not of the world, why? Because they didn't understand him. I used to have people try to tell me about Jesus before I was saved, and I thought they were nuts. All I did was know like people that were pastors of churches and I didn't like them. I didn't like what they did or what they represented or the way they talked. It seemed like they were always the ones that I knew, not everybody, but the ones that I knew seemed like they were always mad and angry and depressed. Why would I want to, why would I want to follow anything like that? I wouldn't want that, right? So I had no truth 
And so I thought they were nuts. I didn't like them. I rejected it because I had no truth. That's what Jesus is talking about. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world just as I'm not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth. What does it say? Your word is the truth. Your word is the truth. You and I have a responsibility. And, and think about it. When I say you have a responsibility to know truth, not on your own. Now, we've been given, we have been given the person, the third part of the triune being, to live on the inside of us to reveal what his job is to reveal all truth. To reveal all truth to us. God is doing an amazing thing in the earth right now, an amazing thing. But it can, you can only have a glimpse of it, you can only be a part of it in truth. And you, when you walk in the truth, you can't be afraid of people's reactions and the way they, they act. And we'll get to that in my third point. You, you can't be moved by people's reactions. And when you're walking in the truth and the Holy Spirit is giving you truth in moments when you need it to be able to overcome the attacks or things that come against you because you're standing for the truth, then you begin to realize how important it is to know truth. We have to know the truth. He said, he said, sanctify them in your truth. Your word is truth. He says in the 20th verse, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. Jesus was praying for you and me. <laughs> That's who he's talking about. Jesus was praying for you and me that our faith wouldn't fail. Oh, Jesus, come take us out of the world. No, he said, not, not that you take them out, <laughs> but that they rise up and begin to know the authority in the truth of the Word of God and overcome every situation that we face. I don't care what it is. It's the greatest time that the world has ever known because the truth will do the setting free in itself, in you and in other people. Not you. You don't have to liberate everybody. Can you say amen? Second topic. Genesis 1 and verse 26. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. <laughs> I always just like to stop and say that. I've said it so many times that you know exactly what I'm going to say. But he gave us dominion over creeps. I love that. He gave us dominion over creeps. Anybody know any creeps? Okay. So God created man in his own image. 
In the image of God, he created him. In God, so God created man in his own image, in his image. What, what, what's that image? It's spirit. God is spirit. He created us spirit first. Your spirit first before your flesh or soul. You and I are spirit first. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and male, he created them. No, male and female. What are we talking about tonight? Truth. And we're talking about truth in regards to a man and a woman. And this topic kind of extends. If we would have talked about this topic about 10 years ago, it would just kind of be in one area. But today it's extending. But we want to know what the truth says. God made, God made man in his image, and he created them male and female. He created them. God blessed them. God said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Then God, in um, second chapter, 15th verse, it says, Then God, then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and to keep it. Verse 21. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam. And he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman. And he brought her to the man, and Adam said, This is now bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother, shall be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And they were both naked, and, uh, and the man and his wife were not ashamed. And tonight, we're just talking about man and man with the womb. That's what God created. And he made those two to come together and be one flesh. It was never God's plan for a man and a man or a woman and a woman. Those issues right there touched my family deeply from the time I was 10 years old. Deeply, deep, deep, deep. To where it created all kinds of emotion and attitude and hatred and things in my heart toward other family members. Because I had no truth. You see? And even after I got born again, I still carried in my soul all of the issues that went along with that before I was saved. I still carried that in my soul and still had the same attitude. I just was learning from the Word of God that I needed to do something with some of the hatred that I had. But I stayed with the truth, and the truth made me free. Amen? Because, see, God's never about the acts of people. He's about the people. The issues that we have 
the, the, the issues in life that we're talking about, the man and woman issues that we're talking about, he's already got it covered in truth what you do, but you have to learn the truth to get that in your heart that that's the way it works. And if you believe in it, and I believe in it, then we're in a position to help other people believe in it. But you'll never believe in it without the truth. This is the way God did it. Because, because see, this is an iPad, but I, this is my Bible. And this word, this Bible, is my final authority that I go to for everything I get. Because every answer to every issue in life is in here if I want to really see it. Hmm? You know, if you're like this, you're not going to see it. I'm eyes wide open. I want it, and I want to see it, and I want to know, and I want to get rid of whatever in my life is keeping me from knowing the truth because it's not just about me. It's about the other people that God, need, that God needs me to be there to be his spokesperson and, and a person that believes in him so that I can help those people overcome and they don't become casualties and victims. See, God made a man to be a man, and he made a woman to be a woman. And you know what? Everybody will tell you this. You can change the effects. You can change the body parts. You can do whatever you want to change, but the DNA remains the same. The DNA remains the same in how God made you. Because, see, he only made men to be men and women to be women. He didn't make a man to stop and say, eh, I don't want to do that, I'll be this. He didn't make it that way. I'm just telling you what he says. See, this isn't, see to me, this is not an issue because I don't have a, I don't have a problem with, I don't have a problem with the choices that people make apart from the truth. Because if you really know the truth, the truth will make you free, and you'll do the right thing. Right. Greatest time in the history of the world to allow the, the truth to be the truth in you and in me. What I'm reading to you right here is the truth. So if I, if I believe what I just told you about the man and the woman thing, that a marriage is between a man and a woman, not two men or two women, because that's what God said. And if I believe that God made a man to be a man and a woman to be a woman, and that's what, because that's what God said, if that makes me a Christian extremist, then you can call me whatever you want, but I'm not trying to be that and be offensive. I'm just going to be that. I'm sharing it with you, but I don't have to dump that on other people. You understand? I, I had somebody in one of those categories sitting next to me on an airplane one time. I think it was during... For some reason, I flew a lot during COVID. I think it was during COVID. And they weren't sitting right next to me because we had bunches of different seats because you couldn't sit next to everybody. Had to have 14 masks on, but you couldn't sit next to anybody. <clears throat> and, uh, but, but I was in a conversation 
you know, with this person. And it, it, we weren't flying far enough for it to have a whole long, uh, a real, real long conversation, but enough got out to where the Holy Spirit gave me something to say to this guy that I'm believing he's on my list. I pray for that guy every day. He's on my list, and I'm believing that the truth I shared with him is making him free. Because that's how much I believe in the truth. <laughs> I believe that every time I share it, like I'm sharing with you tonight, I'm sharing with you from my heart, but you know I always give you a boatload of scriptures because it didn't matter what I think, i got to back it up with the Word. But when you put the truth out there, I'm believing because the scripture says that the truth that we believe and we speak will not return void if what we speak is what God would say. I'm telling you what God's will is. We've got to believe that to the point that we don't let anybody else's, listen to me, experience or what they've been through affect the way we believe the truth. Now, my third point will cover how you do that. I'm going to go back to John 17 where I left off in verse 20 and read the rest of the chapter from verse 20 on. Verse 20, again, he said, I do not pray for these alone, Jesus talking about his disciples that were there, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world, that the world may believe that you sent me. You and I have a responsibility with the truth to live the truth to the point that the world will believe that the Father really sent His only Son. It's not just a movie, The Passion of the Christ. It's not just about every, everything that people are getting through, The Chosen. Everybody, if you're not watching The Chosen, you need to watch The Chosen. Amazing. Movie's coming out. Actually, I just got a text yesterday that The Chosen is coming to Kerrville. Tickets on sale now. Yeah, so I don't know where to find them, but find them. Go to the movie theater, like next week, right? That's next week, yeah, it's next week, so go. Anyway, it's not just a movie, it's, it's the truth. Thank God for the movie, and it helps, but it's not enough. I've got to know the truth, and I've got to live in the truth so that the world will know that the Father really sent him. And the glory which you gave me, I have given them, and they may be one just as we are one, I and them, and you and me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me. Did he say it twice? And have loved them as you've loved me. My third topic that everybody talks about and very few people know anything about is love. That my disciples and the ones that believe on the word that they minister, 
would experience, Father, the love that you love me with. And at this time, Jesus knew what he was fixing to go through. He knew. Because in the garden, which was just a few days from this time right here, Father, if there be any other way, yet not my will, but your will be done and accomplished because of his love for his disciples and every person that would ever live, he loved you then with the love of the Father. Without the love of the Father, there's no love. That's why we've got to know the truth of these things in our own lives. Father, I desire that they also, whom you gave me, may be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory which you have given me, for you love me before the foundation of the world. And he said, he said that the Father would love us the way that the Father loved him, and the Father loved him before the foundation of the world, so the Father loved you before the foundation of the world. So your ability to love is already in you. You already have the ability to lay down your life and yourself to love others. It's already there. To anybody, because of the lack of truth, I'm not going to get descriptive about the, the topics that we're talking about. You know, we don't need to go there. But anybody that lacks truth that would follow through where abortion is concerned or where, where um, what was my second thing? Uh, uh, yeah, about men and women. <laughs> but, about regarding men and women and, and the different issues that are out there. Anybody that's living that lifestyle the only thing that will win them to the truth is the truth in you, and you've got to know the truth about love. God so loved the world that he gave the best of heaven for you. Amen? Look, look at the rest of what he said. For you love me before the foundation of the world, O righteous Father. The world has not known you, but I've known you. And these, I've, these, and these have known that you sent me. And I have declared to them your name and will declare it that the love with which you love me may be in them and I in them. See, the third time he talks about the fact that he was sent. That the world may know that you, Father, sent me. That's what Jesus said. Again, that the world may know that, that you sent me. These disciples know now, right now, as I'm fixing to leave, they've come into the revelation over the last three previous years that you sent me. And the issue about him being sent is that the Father so loved me. Say me. I'm talking about, I've come to the place that God loves me so much in spite of me that no matter what I've ever done, he doesn't care. Actually, I was forgiven before I did anything, so he doesn't remember it to the end of time. And he wants me to forget 
And he wants those thoughts and ideas removed in me so that I can be his man in the earth to let people know that he really sent Jesus. And he loves them that much. Most people, whether they have any understanding or not, if you ask them this question, do you believe that the father gave his only son? Oh, yeah. But the deal is this. He would have done it if it was just you. Because he did. <laughs> that's, how, that's how his individual love for each of us is so real that he actually died just for you, but then he died just for you. But then he died just for you and just for you and all. all you, you see? And that's what we've got to get. And when we get a hold of that, then we're able to love other people in spite of their issues. See, you know, I, I might get hammered for this, but abortion is not about the baby. It's about truth. Because you don't no matter what, you don't do those things when you know the truth. I didn't say whether you're saved or not. You go to church or whatever. I'm talking about you know the truth. You know the truth. Because the truth will make you free. So I'm driving my whole point home tonight with... Eight verses in 1 Corinthians 13. And I'm going to read it out of the message translation. If I speak with human elegant, eloquence and angelic ecstasy, but don't love, I'm nothing but the creaking of a rusty gate. If I speak God's word with power, revealing all mysteries and making everything plain as day, and if I have faith that says to a mountain, jump, and it jumps, but I don't love, I'm nothing. If I give everything I own to the poor and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, I've gotten nowhere. So no matter what I say, what I believe, and what I do, I'm bankrupt without love. Love never gives up. Love never gives up. Humanity gives up, but love doesn't. So if I have the truth of love working on the inside of me, then I don't give up. Love never gives up. Love cares more for others than for self. The only way I know to develop that is to practice it. Especially the next time that God wants you to do something in a loving way. Caring for someone else and thinking about someone else that you don't even want to do it. Just do it. That's liberated me in my life 
from thinking more of myself than I think about other people right here by just doing it. Not going to happen any other way. You've got to practice it. Because we live in a society when we're, we're programmed like robots to think about ourselves. Right? We don't have time for anybody else. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't strut. Doesn't have a swelled head. Doesn't force itself on others. Isn't always me first. Doesn't fly off the handle. Doesn't keep score of the sins of others. And that's the one I wanted to get to. Because the topics we talked about tonight, and there's a plethora of different topics that are out there that are issues that people vacillate back and forth on. We don't want keeping score. We don't need to be keeping score because God's already forgiven people that have done all the things that you, you think of the worst person that's done the worst thing. God's already forgiven them. It doesn't mean that they're going to walk in forgiveness. It doesn't mean that they're going to live a life or, or have eternity with God in heaven, but he already forgave them. It's their choice. And what I know more today than I've ever known before is me living in the truth and being open to be used by God in the times he needs to use me is vital to the success of his desire that he doesn't want anybody to perish, but everybody on planet earth to come to the saving knowledge. That's my future goal. Everybody gets saved. You say, well, you know, you're going to save the whole world. Well, at least the world I live in, right? And where is that going to come from? From the Word of God, which is the truth, and that truth living in me. How many believe that the guy that, that I was sitting two seats away from on the plane, that the Word that I shared with him, how many believe that has the power to set him free? Because what he was talking about, and he told me just a few little things about his life, that wasn't freedom and truth. You can't find that truth in the Word that that's the way God made him and that he was supposed to live that kind of life and do the things that he didn't know. But God doesn't hold that against him. And if you're keeping score of other people's sins, you need to get delivered and focused on those kind of things. You need to be making sure that the truth is becoming more real in you than it ever has been before because people need you. Say it. I'm needed. You are needed. Hmm? What's the uh, advertisement from years ago? And I mean, I think it's still out there today, the, the military advertisement. Oh, Uncle Sam needs you. No, no. Is it Uncle Sam? Yeah, it's Uncle Sam needs you. Huh? I'm pointing the finger, Uncle Sam needs you, wants you, whatever it is. Well, the Holy Ghost and the Father and Jesus himself, he wants you, he needs you. He, actually, he needs you. 
because it's not going to happen in life for other people without other people knowing the truth and, and doing the work that God wants done in the earth. Amen? We have to live the rest of our lives like that, being aware of the fact that it's going to be busy. Because a whole lot of people that don't have any truth, saved and unsaved. You know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Woo! Glory to God. <laughs> what, and I'll end with this. He doesn't keep score of the sins of others, doesn't revel when others grovel, takes pleasure in the flowering of truth, puts up with anything, Trust God always. That's what love does. It trusts God always. Always looks for the best. Never looks back. But keeps going to the end. Never fails. So, in this third topic from 1 Corinthians 13, we got a lot of work to do on ourselves. Wouldn't hurt you for the next few months? Read those eight verses every day. Reminding yourself of things you need to work on. Don't focus on the things that you're doing really well. Allow the things that maybe are not so good at the moment for you to get better at. Can you say amen? Because in this world and in this life, we are people of truth, and we need to be living that truth like never before. Amen? No matter what the topics are, what the issues are, we don't have to give in to the flesh and emotion and be ugly and be whatever. We don't have to be moved by anything that happens on planet Earth. I'm telling you, God and his word have the final say when the people from the word Allow the truth to be real in them. Can you say amen? Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, we invite you to share it with someone in your life. We would love for you to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also download our app and stay connected to Gates and access to the Word of God anytime you need it. We are believing that the seed of today's word is going deep in your heart and that you always remember God is more than enough in every situation of your life.